You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works. And give glory to your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And the light of the world is for everyone. Well, congratulations, you have made it to the final day of 21 Days of Prayer. And I, I'm so honored to have taken this journey along with you as we have prayed one prayer over and over again. God, show me how to be a light. And remember, this is not just about praying a prayer. It's about keeping our eyes open to how God wants us to be a light in our relationships, in our surroundings, in our settings. And next Sunday... We are starting into a brand new series that's called Jesus Trouble. Okay, in it, we are going to address some of the questions and doubts that people have about Jesus. And this time of year, we're, as we're heading into Easter, there's lots of Jesus talk and the truth about Jesus and was Jesus God. That kind of stuff shows up in social media posts and it shows up on the covers of magazines at the grocery store. Um, this series might be a great thing to bring a friend to as we're not um, going to be mean about those opinions that are out there and about those questions and doubts that exist. We're going to address them as real things, um, but just try and give some reasonable and logical answers to them. And so it may be that one of the five people that you've been praying for and one of the answers to the question, God, show me how to be a light, is to invite someone to come and be part of that series and to sit next to you in the midst of that. And I hope that maybe you're already thinking of some of your friends, some of your family, um, who can come and be part of those services during that series that leads up to Easter. There, there's this great chapter in the book of John, John chapter 10 specifically. John 10 is full of um, really every moment and emotion and thought that we've been talking about for the, the, the past three weeks all in one narrative that happens in that one chapter. And if you have a chance today, take a moment and just read through the whole chapter. Read through John chapter 10. Uh, and, and here's some of what happens there. After sending out the 12 to be a light, okay, and we know the 12 well, we know them by name, we know kind of how he's been uh, teaching them and, 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 and just pouring himself into them. Jesus also sends out the second string called the 72, who of course because they weren't the 12, they felt inaccurate, uh, inadequate. Uh, the 12 disciples, they were superstars, but the 72, they kind of felt like they were second string. They felt like they didn't have all of the, the training and they weren't really equipped for what was getting ready to happen. And so Jesus gives them confidence by appointing them to go and be part of this mission, but also by sending them out two by two, by neutralizing the resistance that they would find with a prayer for them and a vision for them by recalling that unbelieving people are not the wolves, but the evil one and his network of demons. They are the wolves that we will face. He encouraged them to, to leverage the networks that they had and to leverage the, the webs of relationships that they had because every person has one. And as you go out in twos, you're going to find that, you know, that's been multiplied through the, the people that you are. And, and, and do you wonder how they did? 
I mean, how did this second string do when they got in the game, when they went out there to do what the 12 had already been sent out to do? Well, they, they played their hearts out. And they followed the strategy of Jesus. And, and what we read in Luke chapter 10, verse 17 says this, the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. It was a celebration. I mean, they're, they're giving out high fives all over the place. And they said to Jesus, look, even the wolves backed off from us. I mean, we kicked Satan's tail today, Jesus. Great things happen in the lives of people. You provided just like you said you would provide. And we felt a ton of confidence. And we are ready, we're ready to go and play again. But put us in the game anytime, and we're ready to go. That kind of celebration that happened from the 72, not from the 12, but from the 72, is motivating. That's one of the reasons that I love when we get to experience baptisms here at First Christian Church. When we see those in our service, I think in, in a not-so-subtle way, whenever we see baptisms, many of us say to ourselves, man, it is so worth it. Hey, the, the, it's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it, it's worth the giving, it's worth the sacrifice, it's worth the, the discomfort, it, it's worth the potential embarrassment, it's worth serving, it's worth the prayers, it's worth inviting, it's worth the time, it, it's worth all of that because God is changing lives and it fills us with joy and it's why we applaud it, it's why we, we hoot and holler when people get baptized because it's not only for them and it is for them. But we recognize the impact that it's, it's starting to motivate us to have it with the people around us. That's pretty common when we have those baptisms for there to be applause, so there to be a celebration, be shouting and, and rejoicing. And it motivates me to keep being a light and doing it again and doing it again and doing it again. And like the 72 who came back who said, put us in again, coach, we're ready to go. Man, when we see the fulfillment in someone's life, it should give us that motivation to be a light again for someone. Do you remember a little while back when tragedy hit for so many people, so many families, when a high-rise condominium in Miami suddenly collapsed and a number of people who were there lost their lives? And the recovery teams went to work to, to, to try and find survivors, and they kept at it, and after a few days of not finding any more survivors, they were still going at it. And, and someone interviewed one of those workers and said, why do you continue to go in there at such a personal uh, danger potential for yourself? And the answer was, we go with the hope of saving one more life. We go with the hope of saving one more life. So as we come to the end of our 21 days of prayer journey, I, I hope that you're ready to get in the game. And, it, and if maybe you've already been in the game and you've seen the results, I, I hope that you're ready to be put in again to be a light. Why? Well, with the hope of saving one more life. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, we, we, um, we thank you for giving us the responsibility to be a light for you and to, to share you with the people around us and into the, the spheres of influence that we have. And, 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 and these are people that matter to us, God. They, they're on our hearts. They're on our minds. Would you help us to have the courage and the confidence as you gave to the 72 when you sent them out, even though they were not as well-trained, you sent them out with confidence that, that 
that they had what it would take and that you would be with them every step of the way and that the enemy was not them. The enemy was uh, the, the work of Satan that was all around us that wants to keep us from saying things and keep us from inviting people. And God, would you give us the courage to invite even to this next series as we head into uh, a time towards Easter where people have lots of questions about Jesus. Would you help us to be willing to, to sit next to someone who, who maybe has doubts and help them with those doubts along the way? God, would you just show us how we can be a light? Would you show me how I can be a light in the days to come, in the weeks to come, in the months to come? How can I be a light? It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.